The lights in the cave are looking a little dim, and so are the lights in the eyes of our party members. They're stupid. Find out what happens this week on Hapless Heroes. I find this invasive. We return to your regularly scheduled programming of the Hapless Heroes podcast, Main Party Edition. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm your host, Oh yeah, Francesco, and I'll be the DM for this uh, wild evening. We have a lovely cast of characters. You know them as Mike, as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Hello, at your service. Phil, as Hedrick the Entertainer. I'd be glad to play a fiddle or even solve Fran's riddle. If I only had a brain. Dave Excellent. as Dave as uh, Zero Valen's Avatar of War. Does Zero have perfect pitch? Um, I feel like he should. <laughs> Auto tuner. <laughs> yes, but it's off. Like he's uni- perfectly uniformly just a little flat. Should Is I that even- how the people at home can like maintain headcanon as to why you were flat when you sang that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just, I just can't fucking sing. I know it's headcanon, uh, Dave. Yeah. It was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that too. Zach as Peridot Lincoln Woods. I'm feeling about half as smart as I usually do. <laughs> and John as Lord Jarrell the Light. How far below are we now? So speaking of uh, lack of intellect and far below, um, you guys descended into the top of Mount Rose to investigate uh, some, missing Omega, some missing Omega Project scientists and found yourselves through a, a, through a, a strange cave network where Quinn was mind-controlled for a part of that and encountered some intellect devourers with wings, just flying brains that sucked your brains They sucked, out. all right. Yeah. And we have a Hedrick and with a severely low intelligence of a score of one. We have <laughs> Peridil with about half of his uh, starting intelligence uh, because mm-hmm. they were affected by said intellect devourers. Mm-hmm. Um, Zero is down a immovable rod as he tried to stop a trap with it in the hallway behind he you. He did do that. Yeah. yeah, he successfully stopped the trap. And then the, uh, the cavern collapsed behind you. So the only way is forward. And forward, you heard the sounds of machinery. Um, and, you know, the interns have been doing stuff above ground. No, just um, breaking shit above ground, yeah. I believe, is what they were um, Well, you don't know that. <laughs> no. Things were happening, though. I definitely don't know that. There were things. Is, stuff happened. And just was, to, yeah, exactly. It was possibly symbolic of something. I don't, right. I don't even know. No, and just, just not. It was strange. <laughs> and, and for the audience's reference, those... These pair of episodes, you know, the interns and the main party have sort of been happening side by side as far as time is concerned. So there's that. Anyways, you now have an icy cavern in front of you and a um, a party that looks a little little rough around the edges. Um, What do you guys do? Now we're in a cavern, you said? Yes, it is definitely an icy cavern inside the mountain. And you, weren't we headed to the? Le- did we go to the left already? It's it, it does cur- this, this pathway ahead of you does curve off to the left, and that's where you can 
hear the sounds of some sort of machinery, like grinding and gears and servos, and something's something's happening, like not far from you. Hedrick's hanging on by a thread. Um, <laughs> You're still tied to somebody, probably. And mumbling. Uh, he's curious about the sounds, but he's not making any movements or gesture. Yeah, he's just going humana, humana, humana. Glazed. T- taste it. <laughs> <laughs> taste it. <laughs> uh, Jarrell will make his way toward the sound. Sounds good. Is everybody following Jarrell? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You follow. Yes. Yeah, so you follow Kevin around. It doesn't go very far. Maybe another twenty or thirty feet or so. Slight pitch downwards again. Kind of curves around, um, and it opens up into this like more ca- like like more large cavern. Like you kind of gone from a passageway now into a, like a larger cavern area. Um, icy. Um, you can see where there's been a lot of crystals that have been broken off from the walls. Like this room has almost been picked dry, of maybe some of the formations that used to sit in here. You can see there's a lot of. Um, Dust on the floor, presumably from excavation of some kind. Uh, it looks like it's you know it's like it's 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 powdery. It looks like this has definitely been something that's been ground down. I don't think we do. We ever check what these crystals can do or what they could be no. for? No, we'll get there. Else, also in this cavern, um, you can I mean it, 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 directly ahead of you, like the it's, it's, the wall kind of like maintains itself straight ahead. So the cavern kind of when it opens up, it opens in front of you and then out to your right as like a larger area but otherwise like if you just look straight ahead it continues out from this room to another smaller hallway um but to your right i mean it's about i would say i would call this uh probably a 40 foot square like like cavern ceilings are pretty high probably about at least 100 feet do we still hear machinery you do but you don't see anything okay Um, can we tell where it's coming from above you Directly above us. I mean, above, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. above this, above this cavernous room. Okay, but not like how, like is it in the middle? Where of the you room? are standing, it's not a, a, it's not above your head. You're still kind of at the entryway to this cavern. So it's between us and the other side of the cavern. Kind of. It's hard to place. It make me a perception check. Oh lord. <laughs> Good old Jarrell perception yeah. check. I mean, he's the one asking the questions, so he gets to make the checks. Twelve. Um, yeah. You don't know how far away it is. I mean, it definitely sounds like it's 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 not like directly in front of you. Like you you expected there'd be something in this room that would be sh- you know showing signs of machinery. Yeah, usually when there's machines. Yeah, <laughs> but um, just a few seconds later, um, from this from the center of the ceiling in this like cavern that kind of expands out to the right here, bursting through the ceiling is this gigantic drill. Oh. That uh, then slams down into the floor, and like you can see, attached to it is like this like long, like weird, like tube-like arm that is like rattling itself in like inside the hole that it's no, made. It's just hit the ground, in the like ceiling. It's circling on the ground. Yeah, and like currently grinding into. It's probably spinning wildly as yeah. if some operator just randomly hit mm-hmm. its controls and send it careening through the earth. Now, potentially. Interesting. <laughs> Again, it, it does it still? No, I know it. It's still because of the previous episode, but it's still like red hot. Yes. <laughs> um, you can see above the drill, right? There's like something that sort of connects um, like this to the to the situate to like the um, mm-hmm. the tube above it, and it's glowing like blue, uh, like with just like magical energy. And this thing just like continues to plummet and just like grind its way through the the sediment here inside of the cavern, like an ice. And then just just burrows a gigantic hole in the center of this cavernous room. What was that, Zero? 
and as it as the whole burrows of this thing, like you can see, like the tube is kind of just continuing to like fly down behind it, <laughs> yeah, until eventually it kind of starts circling the room a little bit, and then just just falls through the hole. <laughs> Zero just sort of his shoulders slump and he sighs because of course it is. Yeah, the din of this thing grinding its way down below you definitely like like there's 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 definitely like a, some background noise like yeah. for for <laughs> it's a real cacophony. Yeah, real ca- yeah, Echoing exactly. off the walls. Yeah. Um so it's not really as quiet of a cavern in here now. Great. <laughs> um nothing seems to have reacted to that besides you at least in the immediate. Mm. So that's good. Yeah, Zero is going to shoulder his firearm and start advancing at walk speed toward this hole. Sure. So you kind of like move off to the right a little bit. It's a gigantic yeah. hole. Like yeah. at this point now, like in order to like, if you were to go have to go around the room, you'd have to literally make a circle around this gigantic hole right. um, in order to like kind of traverse this cavernous space. Um, I mean, it's a deep hole. It's just it continues to go down. You can kind of still see this thing like fucking smacking around inside of there as it travels down. Yeah, smack around that um, deep hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zero looks down first for a good ten seconds and then looks up the hole. Yeah, you can see um, the very, very top. A little bit of light. I think Hedrick, uh, after feeling this big contraption fly through and start drilling down through the floor... He's feeling a lot of vibrations, and <laughs> he knows it's not normal. He's going to start dancing. Um, he's going to start dancing, kind of like when you saw him in the uh, Cloud Giants throne room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to try to use his inspiring leader feet yeah. for the next. You can totally do that. Ten minutes if you're inspecting this big hole. He's kind of oblivious. To much else, but he still feels. But his movement is inspiring. Yeah, yeah his, he, move, he his just, dance is just like rawly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> he just there's no filter. He's probably saying Tessa every now and again as he's um, like just dry humping the air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, would you please roll for raw sexuality? <laughs> That's, now, now, you know, I, I appreciate I appreciate where Zach's going with this. Now, you do that like that's successful, but also make me a performance check. Okay. A what check? Performance. I'll roll the big guy. No, no. Oh my god! Is that the first time you rolled die? that thing? Um, is that just stainless 20. steel? What's that? Twenty. Twenty. This is 30, this is some raw sexuality just oh, issuing yeah. forth. <laughs> the lowest I could have from a total of twenty <laughs> from Hedrick the Entertainer. Sweet. Now we get the temporary HP again. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Oh. Sixteen temp HP, and they stick around. You cannot gain this benefit from this feed again until you have a short rest. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it overwrites whatever whatever other temporary HP you had before. Overwrites. Overwrites. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Gerald will turn to zero. Did that, that came from out, outside. Someone's out there. Up there. So <laughs> it would seem. Should we try to see what's going on up there? It's a long way up. Um, Jarrell's going to like pull Hedrick on his little leash over towards him and start rummaging through his things for the pod of casting. Yeah, it's on me. <laughs> um, I'll give it to Quinn. 
and Hedrick's just kind of like feeling your armor. Like, he's just looking at his <laughs> running his hands over you. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's surrounded by friends. It's and... a really tactile experience. Sir, I will ask Quinn, do you want to talk to them or should I? So we're trying to communicate with the people up above? Yeah. Thousand, we, we thousand feet. It, right. Yeah, thousand feet. Sure. Uh, yeah, I can do that. What do you say? You eat one of the pods in this pod of casting. You now have everyone's attention for it, it, at most an hour. Oh, boy. At most. You can end it whenever you want. Uh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Quinn. What, what say you, DM? Uh, <sighs> remember how it works. They get to give you a review when you're... It's when mm-hmm. you're done? Yeah, when you're done. What does the review do again? Because it's like communicate back to you, essentially. But it's sure. in a form of a review. Right. Right. <laughs> like I find this invasive <laughs> and horribly pointless. Five stars, great hole. Will drill again. <laughs> so, so we want we want to know. Review, right? We basically want to know who's up there. I mean, ultimately, yeah. right? And what yeah. they think so, of our um, hole. <laughs> What's their hole? Potentially, their hole. How, what do they think of their hole? Uh, <laughs> what do they think about holes in general? <laughs> What's their and, favorite kind of hole? And drilling them. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. God. You guys are fucking five years old. You know that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we do. I, I mean, hope I never <laughs> the age holes. day past five. <laughs> um, th- those on the surface, welcome to Quinn Southwind's podcast, Why Drill a Hole? Listeners want to know, why are you drilling a hole? What is this hole about? Why a hole? We can all hear you too. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about this hole? How do you feel about this hole? On um, the what? hole. What does the hole mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see Hedrick stroking his chin, just like thinking. <laughs> trying to conceive what's happening. All holes want to know. How deep is your hole? All right, perfect. So, um, I would like Dudu, Pregnart, Arasatra, and Toast. Arasatra? To make... Is this a woman? To each, to each give a brief review of what Quinn just did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you guys roll initiative for uh, who gives the review first. Because this is great to me. <laughs> Oh, Everybody's got the fucking giant dice today. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, Arasatra? I rolled a nine. Uh, Toast? 16. Pregnart? Uh, is it just an initiative roll or just, just a regular yeah. roll? Uh, eight. Okay. 13. So, Toast, Toast <laughs> please leave a review for a very brief review. <laughs> He's getting so excited to do it. <laughs> Can someone take a picture of Dave's face right now? <laughs> Dear God, that's going to be terrifying. I'm horrified just thinking about it. This is going to be the worst thing that ever hits the internet. Okay. <laughs> Unlike the Lord Captain's podcast, it was amazing. I am so excited. 
that he respects our proficiency with creating the best holes in Tal'Doria. <laughs> and there's, the greatest things to shove into them. And there's an so there's answer number one from Toast. Uh, let's go to uh, <laughs> Dudu. Uh, Pregnant, what was that? It was uh, tedious at best. Uh, <laughs> He's just having a conversation with Pregnar in his, <laughs> in his in mind. In review form. In, in his mind, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot, actually, I think it was Pregnar, right? Yeah, Pregnar. Eggs, cream, all-purpose flour, <laughs> strawberries, <laughs> Dutch-prepared powdered cocoa, <laughs> Pregnard obviously paying no mind to the voice in his brain. But he does leave you a nice recipe in the review. No, I think that was just, that, lo- that seemed like a grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> and Arasatra. Is this, this is Captain Quinsout. The, the, the heroes of Tal'Doria down there. I'm at the surface. My name is Arasatra, and I've found this halfling, this toad man, and a goose up here, and I'm <laughs> so confused. I have no idea what's going on, and I would most like to help you. That just kind of cutting out in gibberish <laughs> as you hear, like, probably everybody in the background, like, <laughs> giving, giving their, their reviews. reviews. <laughs> Does, do the words hole or drill appear anywhere in your babble? I don't think so. No. Okay, great. Perfect. None of us answered your question, but you know that we're all standing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> you got literally nothing productive because that's who we are. No, yeah. No, but it's in, productive. He knows, he knows that the interns are at least. Right. Um, so in reference, I can hear their voices, right? She, yeah. Yeah. So. She like, did say that was us. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least that part came yeah. out. Like she doesn't know what's happening. If you're down in the in, well, I guess maybe she would have said hole. If, yeah. you're, if you're down in the hole, that was us. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you can't respond to them, but now you know they're up there. No. Your podcast right. is concluded. So and to be fair, none of them really knew why they dr- drilled the hole. They to didn't intend to do all. that. They just broke the machine. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, none of your reviews told me that. No, no. of course so, not. No. <laughs> so, um, so let me just clarify this this um, pot of casting. I can do this again if for the next it. hour? Um, no. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> you know, who, has, who has the actual card for that? I don't. Um, do you have it? Phil, Phil? It says once per long rest. There you go. Okay. So then no. All right. Um, so I turn to uh, Jarrell and I say, well, it's clear that the interns are up there. Dudu, Pregnart, and Toast. And some woman babbling on about holes. There isn't, isn't Project 11 directly above us, Zero? Zero makes a motion like he's licking his finger and sticking it up in the air. Taking a couple of exaggerated sniffs. Yeah, probably. Uh, there with that giant death machine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's actually, uh, and then a few sec, a few moments later. Now you also hear the sound of something discharging up above ground. Oh. <laughs> Discharge. It's like, just, it's like, so, it like sounds some like they're of, breaking at zero. Like they're breaking some your sort big of machine. magical energy <laughs> discharge. Okay, it's like a pew. I'm familiar. Like a. Like a oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Pregnant pushed the red button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fried <laughs> and, and fried Jed Dim. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because Jed Dim is dead, Jim. So there was a red three button? Times. Yeah, actually, yeah, he died three times. <laughs> Not sure if anyone caught on to that at home. <laughs> this may come in handy later. Yeah. So there is another end to this hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just had to go around to the right. Yeah, I mean, no, you could you could have just gone straight ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, right. But, I mean, the, you know, it's it's the, the, the cavernous, like the cavern walls, and inside in this cavern that kind of again opens out to your right. Um, there doesn't appear to be any other passageways there, but I mean, like the rock is like very uneven. It's like it's like you know, it's also a bit disturbed because it's very dusty in here now, from the you know fucking drill crashing down through the mountain. So it's really, you know, it's hard to tell maybe if there's anything else on the other side there. It's just like it looks for at least right now like a cave wall with a bunch of like just like like jagged rock where and crystals like sort of mined down to like the the, the ends. Yeah. We should find our way out of here as soon as we can. So is there a path straight ahead? You can just go straight yeah. ahead. Yeah. Continue Let's on. just follow the follow the cavern path. Let's go through the cavern path. <laughs> okay. Zero um, shoulders his weapon and uh, heads along. So the path again narrows down again. You can only be about two by two in here. It's okay. about ten feet wide. You guys could fit comfortably about two by two. Jarrell's yep. in front. Um, Getting pulled by Jarrell, Hedrick is looking at the ceiling suspiciously. Oh my god! <laughs> How um, long does this last? We, we've been until here something happens that re- leaves it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> a powerful magical spell. I've already used all of my dispel magics, so yeah, I no, can't. dispel magic's not going to do it. You know that it's not going to do it. Yeah, it would. It would probably take a a very um, astute or powerful uh, divine spellcaster to. Uh, to undo this damage. Um, at this point, you know, because you realize that this ritual worked, the one that you did before with that Gillies Restored 1, you know that a greater restoration spell would probably fix that. Let me just double check on that, actually, because I'm pretty sure greater restoration restores lost ability scores. One sec. I mean, I suppose I could smack him 30 times. That was a different thing, I think. Yeah, but I'm, I'm willing to branch yep. out. Greater Restoration will do it. It's a fifth level divine spell. Uh, Quinn, what do you think about the Zero's theory here? Do we test it? <laughs> what was the theory? I'm sorry. He smacks Hedrick 30 times. Oh. Exactly. Um, well, couldn't hurt. <laughs> it certainly wouldn't hurt you. I was expecting somebody to put up some resistance here. It almost worked with you. I, I feel like I should have just let him do it. It probably would have quickened things up a little bit. Rude. You're, I mean, it's, it's problem solved, right? <laughs> However, that was the, that was the solution for mind control. Yes, and it it worked on two of the scientists who were confused. Correct. Do we want to just give it a shot with that? <laughs> <laughs> He's not exactly mind control. So Zero rolls up to him. Bring, brings his arm back like he's about to really show how strong his pimpand really is. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's just moved by Hedrick's big, sad, dumb eyes. Dumb eyes. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. It's like killing a lab animal. Right. He's oh, he's on a leash. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, Is he still muttering, humming, 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 humming? Briefly. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not that repetitive. They're like, yeah, they're sadder and more threatened. Yeah. Well, some, of, some of them are a little bit more, uh, you know, a little more enthusiastic. Some of them are just yeah. kind of under his breath. He Is can... it like your version of I am Groot? Yeah. Sort of. My mantra, if yeah, you will. Okay. Humana, right, cool. humana. 
Yeah. I'm gonna cool. do something about that. Taste it. <laughs> it. It's a lot of like moaning, I guess, too. Grunting, grunting. Ooh. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe some um, unintended drooling. Oh yeah, and he definitely <laughs> has sounds to... like me when I'm sleeping. He's just like staring into space. It just seems like he's yeah. It's pretty much like Hedrick is sleepwalking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we continue on then. Yep, um, the path continues about another. 40 feet, um, it kind of curves again a little bit more off to the, just it's slightly to the left, but then it kind of meets another, like, cavernous hallway. Mm-hmm. Across from you, and to the left slightly, there's uh, an opening that seems to go into uh, another part of the cavern, and to your right, another hallway extends and continues on to the right, um, up to like something that kind of opens up and it almost looks like a T intersection at least from here. Okay. But it's, you know, it's kind of hard to see. I mean, it's at least it's within range of your dark vision. Now, are <laughs> are we going deeper like into the mountain? Like do we it know started, where It was a very mild grade and at this point it's 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 sort of started to level out. Okay. Um but we're not going towards the outside. No. We're going in further to like the center of yeah, the mountain. Yeah, this is a very large mountain. So yeah. it's 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 yeah. you know Cuz we, we were just pretty close to the surface. Yeah, this is this is this is one of the tallest mountains um, in the southern kingdoms. If not the tallest in the southern kingdoms. Yeah. Well, which way do you suggest, Zero? <sighs> hmm. Oh, and the sorry also to the left, the path, the, the hallway continues down straight, okay. uh, a ways beyond the limits of your dark vision. Are we seeing more or less crystals? Um, less, definitely less. The further we get in, the fewer crystals there are. In these hallway areas, there's not many crystals at all. Does it look like they were broken off here, though, like mined? Or not in the hallway. In the hallway, it actually looks rather smooth. So it almost looks like there's like deposits of these. So they have to go and find and then harvest it out. That, okay. it, it could be inferred. Yes. I do think that if we can find more of the crystal areas, we could find more of the scientists because they were clearly using them to harvest it. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a good way of finding where these crystals are, I am all ears. Um, I don't know that I would because I don't have much in the way of nature. No, and um, also, Zero, roll me a quick history check. A 19. These crystals are not what you would call, um, these are not the standard type or standard issue sort of like crystal uh, focus, foci, 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 focuses? Yeah, I think foci, foci is what you're right? looking for. Um, I think. That uh, would normally be employed in sort of, uh, you know, in magical machinations or um, research or even just like in, in spell casting. Like, this is not something that the Omega Project would seek out themselves to use for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, you're not as familiar with this type of crystal. I mean, many crystals can serve purpose, you know, different purposes for spell casting, but you know, the Omega Project sticks to a very particular type of crystal from a very particular place because it produces the best and most stable results. Yeah. Most often, and by stable, I mean we know they blow shit up all the time, but it's because they yeah. push the limits. Yeah. This 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 stuff is well, you know, oh, we could use it for fuel, but 
no. <laughs> no, and, and and you're not even sure what exact type of crystal this is. So to you, the very there's there's too many unknown variables yeah. of, of potential catastrophe. Um, that the Omega Project would not seek these out unless they had done extensive research on the effects and side effects of using yeah. them as arcane focuses. Right. But it doesn't seem like they're they're doing the harvesting for Omega Project reasons because. Mm, well, no, right. The, the Omega Project is behaving very strangely. No, we we at the Omega Project don't have to mind control or brainwash people to do our work for us. <laughs> right. We pay them money. Right. <laughs> so. That's what the money's for. <laughs> what direction do you guys choose to go? So just a flat T intersection with no indicators of which way would be better than the others. Nope. And so okay. there's, a, there's a path directly across from us that we can just continue on the path I that mean, we're already it's on. It's not yeah. directly across. It's it's like the, it breaks here. You're staring at a wall in this hallway, but to the left, just a little bit, there's another opening okay. that goes uh, straight ahead. Let's let's go to the opening. To the right or left? To the left. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Before we leave here, is there something maybe we could leave to mark this in case we come back? Yeah, I've got a torch. Well, Hedrick could set down his uh, drumstick that he cast light on. Oh, <laughs> sure. Oh, right, because he's human. I'm human. I'm, I'm the only one, but I'm tied to a giant elf. So. Okay. Leashed, elf. leashed <laughs> to, leashed to a giant elf. The old ball and chain. Uh, well, you only have one of those, so I'm just going to leave down. I'm just going to put down a torch. Okay. Can I, like, right. dig a torch into the ground? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can at least, like, find somewhere to kind of maybe just, like, you know, pile some rocks around it and you can yeah. stand it up. I'm going to do that. Okay, cool. You do that. All right. So then we've got the choice of left or right at we're this going, Yeah, we're going. Oh, no, we're just going left into the bigger opening. Okay, left of, into yeah. the opening. All right. Yeah. Okay, left, and then yeah, kind of make a quick right, and now you're in this another opening. This goes straight ahead for probably another thirty feet in like a little hallway, and then opens up into another cavernous space, mined crystals, like you know, barren walls, and um, what appear to be um, some humanoid decomposing remains in this room. Are they wearing any clothing? None. Hot. <laughs> but they are they are in varying states of decay. There's probably about a dozen in here. Okay. How long have they been here? Um, varying states of decay. Uh, make me a medicine check. Shit. Oh, I'm going to that. Uh, 19. Um, I mean, some of these have been here for months others maybe only a couple weeks okay but we might infer that the closest people within that time frame has been omega project workers kind of but even that it's like it's it's there's way more here than were reported missing great so they've been using other folk yeah. to do so this is older than the omega project being here right um um, scattered among them, there's like also like you can see mining tools. You can see, um, like mo everything. There's mo most of the stuff in here is missing, but the tools that they were using potentially to excavate are still here. But any of their belongings or anything that maybe identify them has been is gone. Yeah. gone. 
I know what I'm thinking. I know what I would like uh, Zero to think. Uh, can I make an insight check into what's going on? I mean, what are you, I guess, like, what are you trying to do? Uh, to deduce that this has been here before the Omega Project was here. I mean, you can already tell with what Jarrell is telling you when it comes, yeah. when it comes to the um, medicine check. And the that, medicine check. Yeah. That's, that's known. Yeah. And you that can, the project either drilled into this or disturbed it somehow. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't, you would, I guess like you're not entirely sure if this is, because if you, think, if you think about it, right, the way you got in here was through a secret, like Magic. magical rock at the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless there's some other way into this mine or cavern, um, Mega Project wouldn't just like hide a mine entrance under a stone at the top of a mountain. They'd build the secure door right. and post up security and like do a whole thing if they were going to hold, you know, do like a mining operation or underground facility of some kind. This is not the work of the project. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. As someone who has, you know, it was yeah. created by them and worked for them. Yeah. Prior to becoming the avatar of war for a deity, um, Jarl would like to use divine sense. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing within sixty feet. All right. Hedrick is uh, still muttering. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fudge. And he's <laughs> fondling his uh, amplifier on, on his wrist. Well, also, I mean, that's like, what he calls he's it. Like, <laughs> he's trying to understand it like tactily. Like, I mean, he's kind of thinking, you know, he's thinking as much as he can um, about the equipment that he has on him. Um, whether or not he fully comprehends the situation, uh, he realizes that you don't belong in these mines. Mm-hmm. He realizes that, you know, we're trying to get out of here now because we have only one direction to go really is out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he can really contribute Obviously, intellectually, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, your wisdom is unaffected. Yeah, well, that's that's so. His muttering was humana humana fudge, and then he was looking at his amplifier and, mm-hmm. and like kind of reaching. Did you get some? Did you get some brain fudge on your amplifier? I mean, it was it was discussed when the encounter happened that when we split them open, mm-hmm. there was some sort of matter on, yeah. the, on the inside. Some gooey, yeah, center. The, yeah. nu- the nougat. <laughs> <laughs> that brain nougat. Yeah, the creamy nougat at the center of every brain. Wow. That, <laughs> that undead flying intellect devourer nougat. Yeah. Mm. So take it for what it is. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, is is there a path straight ahead of us? Is there any more paths out of here? Not out of this um, mining okay. so cavern area. This one's a dead end. You probably go back. Literally. Uh, <laughs> uh, see what you did there. <laughs> um, so, In respect where it's due. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> Do we just go back? And go go to the right this time. I mean, yeah. Sure. As you guys are walking out of this cavernous room, though, everyone here feels like they're being followed. That you have this like weird sense, like you're being followed. And. Not, but when you not, turn not around, divine sense. no, you don't feel any. Yeah, <laughs> not a divine sense, but you feel. You have this feeling like you're being followed. Okay. I got a feeling. Like it's just like it's. A, you can't explain it. Like you just like you. Like you almost like you almost feel like this reflex. Like want to look over your shoulder to like see 
uh-huh. if there's someone or something behind you. Nothing's there when you look back. Mm-hmm. But you just can't help but shake this feeling like something is following you. Okay. Mike is, like, singing to himself over here. Like, we lost him. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's it. We just continue on. Okay, you're going to make a left right. out of here now. Oh, you're going to go right down the longer hall. The other the other area that we could, didn't check yet, because it seems like a dead end, so we'll go back to the other area. Yeah. Where so the T was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're back in that room now. Like, when you walk out from that m- other mining cavern, to your mm-hmm. left is where it goes to the T intersection. Mm-hmm. To your right is where it kind of goes off beyond where your dark mm-hmm. vision can see. And our torch is still lit. Torch is still lit. Okay. To your left. Now, when you're staring outside of this hallway. Mm-hmm. So you're going towards the torch and down the hallway to the T intersection? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because we came from the other way. Yeah. Okay. Just check it. Um, so as you, you start heading towards this T intersection, um, it... Very, un, you know, un, I guess like nothing funny, fun or crazy about the hallway leading you there. Just mm-hmm. kind of you get, just kind of get there. But you realize once you get to the T intersection that it actually starts to, you see both sides going to go off and then start curving um, almost like inwards. Yeah. So like to, like if you go to, if you look to your left, like the passageway curves sharply to the right. Um, and if you look to your right, it's curved sharply to the left, almost mm-hmm. like it's if it's making, kind of like making a round, some yeah. sort of round um, passage. Um, nothing directly ahead. Again, just a T intersection, but yeah. Passageways to the right and left that kind of curve inwards. I suppose Jarrell will start walking to the left. Um, okay. Everybody follow Jarrell? Yes? Yeah, yes? We're not okay. splitting the party. Yep. Just checking. It's happened no before choice. already. So. Yeah, but Hedrick has no choice. <laughs> I'm not struggling at all, but I'm not Literally making tired. any of the decisions. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> It's a standard practice, right? Mm. <laughs> All right, you guys start walking to the left, and you can see here that there is. Um, this is probably as you kind of you kind of get around towards. You can't really tell how far you went around, but you've probably at least gone through like a, the quarter of this like sort of rounded passageway because um, it seems like it's sort of a passage that's kind of forming a circle. The stone in here is much more smoothly carved. It's definitely been shaped a bit more. Like this is, this is less uh, rough and sort of cracked. Is it like like some of the other hallways you've you've kind of been traveling through, where it looks like just kind of like you know hastily mined just to kind of create passageways. This one looks like de- deliberately shaped, like a little bit more put together. You know, mm-hmm. like someone took the time to really sort of smooth out around the edges of this cavern, kind of like creates like almost like a U. You know what I mean? Like just like a crest above your head. It's just nice. It's almost like a you know carved hallway, and the floor even has been flattened uh, a bit more too and ground down. So like this passageway is way more well put together. Um, and on your right, you can kind of see now on this like stone wall uh, a fresco. Um, this is what's showing. It almost looks like a a a, a body rising from. Um, a grave, like, like chest out, almost like being like lifted out by some unknown force. Peaceful, doesn't look violent, um, but it just looks like you know, it's just it's like this uh, sort of androgynous humanoid shape um, being lifted out of a grave. It's very like it's, it's it's more like an oil painting. You know, it's not very clear details. It's more like sort of roughly, just like really really like large brush strokes. But it's been painted and it's like in pristine condition. Um, to your like on the right on the right wall. 
Um, okay. And inside the inside the um, you can see like on top of the chest of this um, humanoid that's kind of rising up again, like kind of almost if it's being pulled by its chest, there appears to be a um, like a yellow yellow glowstone, like like sort of fastened and centered into the uh, fresco. Um, Jaral would like to do a, rel- a religion check to see if this has any known religi- religious significance to him. Sure. Uh, 21. Um, this would probably be a depiction of rebirth. Um, you realize this is one of the uh, three cycles of, of unlife. Mm-hmm. Um, you have life, death, and rebirth. Um, so this would be the third of the of those three um, sort of concepts of, okay. of of necromancy and of um, but also of just the cycle of like so like how how magic sort of has this divine magic sort of has this balance you know because like rebirth is not always a bad thing right like reanimating the dead is it's one thing resurrecting right. the dead is a whole different situation and this this painting is almost depicting the duality of that because the the shape itself is dark and androgynous. Um, but the glowstone is much um, dark, as in like you know, just like a dark. It's been it's been painted like sort of like this like sh- more shadowy, um, and but like the glowstone is like this bright light, sort of like maybe like the just the sort of the, the combination of both, like you know, life and death sort of meeting, uh, in this in this fresco. Um, so on the right wall, that would be on the inside. Of on the inside, to your sort of like, yeah. So yes. if this made a circle, it's on the side that the circle is, not on the outside. Correct. Yeah. Um, how big is this glowstone? Um, palm sized. Okay, so you can notice it from a ways away. Yeah. At least. Okay. Well, I mean, like, yeah, once you're up against it, because of the curve, it's kind of hard to see. It's not glowing brightly, but it's. Um, I mean, you can see the shine and shimmer of it. Um, yeah. We've seen these kind of hidden door type situations before, Zero. Do you think we push the stone? I want to investigate the stone specifically. Okay, make an investigation check. Yeah. Uh, a ten. Um, okay, it's it's definitely set very firmly into the fresco here, into the wall. Um, definitely would take quite a bit of effort to, to attempt to remove it. Um, it's definitely, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's definitely a, a, a part of this whole, this whole thing. Um, but it's like it's it's, I wouldn't say it's flush. Definitely, like it's it's sort of been carved or cut in a way that you know it kind of comes out, you know, mm. from the from the wall a little bit. So you can kind of see it's you know it's a little bump. So it's inset, but it's out enough There's, that it's very yeah, clear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what you see with a ten. I don't notice any sort of like, like That's all you notice with ability to like I mean you have you would you don't see any sort of you know you yeah if it's like, you mean like a mechanism of some kind like you don't see nothing that's all you see with which uh, with what with your investigation You can attempt to touch it if you want Everyone stand back Where does everybody go when he says that Uh Jarrell moves closer to him <laughs> oh, I'm standing back. Okay. Yeah, well, Jarrell is just moving closer. To the fresco. To the, to the group, because I give advantage on saves. <laughs> just so everyone's aware of that. I am taking, like, 15, like, I'm 15 feet away from this thing. Okay. So you're backing up, too. As long as everyone's backing up, uh, Jarrell's kind of pushing Hedrick back a little bit, because 
<laughs> I cast. Everybody else followed suit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paradol has no problem standing back a bit with the group. Yeah. Also takes out his shield in one hand. And yeah, uh, I also take out my shield. Great idea. <laughs> Major armor. Zero won't. He's gonna keep uh, reason ready to go. Sure. I'm gonna cast Mage Hand. Uh huh. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> And attempt to use the mage hand to push. Sure. Nothing happens. I pull. Yeah, can't even get a grip on it. Nothing happens. I twist. Nothing happens. I, no. It doesn't move at all. (laughs) Smack it. Doesn't react to the touch of your mage hand (laughs) at all. (laughs) Um, Mage hand only can do 10 pounds? Is that mm-hmm. what Mage, mage Hand so. Yeah, yeah. can carry 10 pounds. Okay. can interact with things, though. Whatnot. I mean, there's, it has limitations, yeah. however. Um, is there anything else that because stands out about this fresco? Now you re- I should, hold on, I should add, you know, you realize that Mage Hand can't trigger traps or things like that, right? Like, it doesn't do any of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it can't open a door? You can open a door if it's unlocked. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but... For example, uh, the hand can attack, activate magic items that carry more than 10 pounds. So you can use it to manipulate an object, open a locked door, container, a store, retrieve an item from an open container, or pour the contents out of a vial. I see. Yeah. Okay. Now, Arcane, the arcane Trickster gets a little more to do with Oh, that maybe hand. that's why. Because uh, oh, Roven was right. One, because, yeah, yeah the sorry. two are so tied into each other. You're right. Right. I mean, it's, um, it, it, you know, it could do certain it as Quinn, I rarely do use basic things. Hands, right. So yeah, that's right. But it's not like it's it's a spectral hand. Like it's not a it's not your hand. It's a magic hand. Sure. <laughs> um. So if this was a magic item, for example, it would not be able to activate it at all. Right. Should we try that again with our own hands? <laughs> yes, you can. About how high up from the floor is the stone? Um, if you are like average human height? No, actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say it's probably about... Four or five feet. Three and a half to four feet up. So for, like, Hedrick, it might be, like, chest level. Like, okay. You know? Okay. Um, I guess Jarrell will try to mimic what the hamburger helper hand did. The different... I love that. (laughs) Mage hand is always the hamburger helper hand now. Sorry, go ahead. I'll I'll do the same. I'll just mimic. You're just going to touch it. The push it. Okay, so you're going to push it it first. Okay, so you. Yeah, when you push it. I can pull it. I can rotate it maybe. I'll try all the different motions that he did. What are you doing first? Push. Okay, the moment you touch your fingers to it, it glows yellow. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just a second later, glows red, and you feel this searing pain in your fingertips. Mm hmm. Um, and you are going to take five fire damage. All right. Uh, and you like your hand recoils. Oh, d- damn it! Uh, don't touch that. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other visible effect on the pain? Nothing else. Okay. No. So again, again, glued yellow for like a brief moment before turning red and then burning like mm-hmm. your hands with some sort of like magical like heat um now it reacted to me it reacted to you yeah the touch of your skin to the um 
to the gem. Does somebody happen to have a large knife? I have several really large knives. Um, I, have, I mean, I have a couple different things we could use for if he wanted to continue to poke this thing. <laughs> I have a potential solution if you're willing to look the other way theologically. Uh, propose <laughs> first, I suppose. Well, in the next room over, there's a whole bunch of cadavers who don't really need their hands anymore. Are you suggesting we take the corpses and just burn them? Just the hands. Do you think that will work, or are we just burning the hands of corpses? <laughs> Look, well, science is a fickle mistress, okay? <laughs> we wouldn't know until we tried. Uh, Jarrell, um... I don't know how Jarrell feels about just burning a corpse. Like, a corpse's hand. Desecrating the death? Desecrating yes. the corpse first. Right. Yeah. They're not going to feel it. <laughs> I, I feel like Jarrell would be not. more inclined to do a ceremony over the dead rather than cut their fucking hands off and use them as uh, yeah. as, as as a science experiment. Yeah, I, I don't think he's really okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Does Fair he enough. have to be? How attached are we to that crystal in the wall? Not very. I, it just seemed like a lead in the right direction. I mean, they made a 50 50 of just making a ranged attack against the crystal and seeing what happens. Uh, that would definitely be the uh, bracing positions for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just telling you. I'm going to have to, you know. I say do it. Set up the defensive stance, maybe. All right, who's protecting <laughs> yeah. uh, Hedrick? Get your shields oh, oh, ready, uh, folks. Hedrick is behind. Yeah. Okay. Because cool. I've already, first of all, I've already got him on the leash, and second of all, hey, hang on, everyone, get your personal protective equipment. So chunk chunk. We, it's time to do science. The three <laughs> of us put our shields up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and you're behind me. Hedrick Hedrick understands that something is about to happen. Um, <laughs> as a reaction, he's pulling his drum out and starting to play this like soft rhythm that's building and building and like a he's, drum using, roll. he's using uh, his counter charm feature <laughs> so any creature within 30 feet will now have advantage on saves against being charmed or frightened Good. I can't I can already not be frightened but okay yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but you well, can't be charmed you. now either some right. of the rest of us needed it okay alright so we're gonna make <laughs> a uh, sharpshooter ranged attack against it okay to the tune of, oh. let's see, what's that? Uh, four plus seven is 11. I mean, it. So the bolt sails out of reason. It hits the crystal. Yeah. Um, but it, the moment it touches the crystal, you see that the, it immediately glows red and the bolt explodes. And shrapnel from that flies in all directions. Mm hmm. Um, Zero, you take one point of piercing damage. Everyone else, uh, your shields take that. Right. Okay, I take that on the temporary HP. Yeah. Well, that didn't work either. Do we Science! Get <laughs> 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 Do we Proceeds to fire 29 more <laughs> shots at you. Bolt after bolt after bolt. Target practice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Scientific rigor demands I do this 29 more <laughs> times. <laughs> Taste it. <laughs> um, do we continue at this or do we press on? Yeah, the cavern does continue. Well, you tried pressing on it and you hurt your hand. No, no, like continue around the corner. Uh, I suppose. Because it, it might just be a painting with a rock that hurts you in it. <laughs> <laughs> Very astute <True>. observation, Pharrell. <laughs> Could just be there to Sometimes the a painting with a rock that hurts you in the middle of it is just a painting with a rock that hurts you in the middle of it. <laughs> it's like Sigmund a, Freud would be proud. It's like a taser doorbell. Right. So, <laughs> so do you continue? Um, now, based on like the route that we've been traveling, it, you, this looks like this. This, I mean, as long as if this continues at the um, sort of angle it's continuing at, it's probably gonna make an entire circle. Yeah. Where would we be, presumably, in that circle? You're probably like a, you did about a quarter of the circle. You're okay. on like the leftmost side of the circle. If you so started let, at the bottom. Let's try to get to the other side of this circle. Yeah. So you just keep on. keep going to your right now. You continue down the hall. Continue about probably another about the same distance. Now you're another quarter of the way through. So probably mm-hmm. at the crest. You know, you've probably now done yeah. a semicircle. Opposite side, presumably. Right? Right. Um there is another fresco here on the right hand side. Okay. What color is this gem? Okay, you're making a lot of assumptions, oh. by the way. Uh, so let's go ahead and just start with the painting okay. and the fresco. Sure. Yeah, when you do that, you make an ass of you and umption. But <laughs> is, think there, about but is there a crystal? Yes. Okay. So, so. <laughs> it is a it, this one. This, this the gem is red, and it is actually set into what it appears to be. You can see it's a um, it's a woman holding a child, mm-hmm. and um, in both of both of them in in their in their like so we're kind of over their heart and they have their hand like kind of painted almost like over it um there is a red gem set like where the heart would be Small, okay. smaller now if you were to combine these two it'd probably be the same size as the one on the other side but this is like where the heart of each one is so it's, it's a woman kind of standing holding a child um you know wearing just like this like sort of silk silken um garments and the fresco is sort of her standing in like a stone archway like at the top of like a like a, like a like a tower, you know, mm-hmm. overlooking like a like a landscape, and there's like a like a crib or like some sort of like you know bed. Yeah. And you know, it's just you know just sort of a depiction of like it appears to be like a room in a high tower. Okay. With a woman holding a child. Did if, you? Sorry. If I had to guess, a few feet more that way would be a fresco of death. Did you tell us about all of that? Yes. Before. Yes. Okay. I immediately walk up to the crystal and press it. Just um, one of them. Yeah, because huh? there's two of them. One, oh. one set into Sorry. the heart area yep. of I, both the mother and the child. And they're both red. They're both red gems. Quinn walks up and takes both uh, pointer fingers and boop, presses both of them at yeah. the same time. They glow red and remain red. You also regain 10 hit points. If Jarrell sees this, he's going to push you, them both too. Do I? Well, how do you see me regaining hit points? <laughs> Like, like a plus ten appears in well, my you, head. You see the wound. You, you actually see Qu- Quinn's wounds begin to close. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and you, you sort of you feel this. You feel this energy course through you. I only needed seven, but that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes me feel great. Nothing happens when you push them, Jarrell. Yeah, they just remain glowing red. I don't think Jarrell would necessarily actually do that. Anyway. Oh, okay. It's funny. Um, what happened? 
You can, I, you can see what happened. Yeah. I feel better. The other one burned me. Why did you get dead? Um, I don't know. What is going to happen when we touch the death one, though? If there is a death one. You die! <laughs> Maybe you don't if we're not. doing it in the right order. I... So the order is life, death, rebirth. That would make so, sense. That's why I pressed it. Do they look like they're still glowing brighter? Yeah, definitely. This like, way. Like, yeah. Was the yellow one still growing no. red when we left? It's Jarrell, still, it was just yellow. Jarrell will kind of run a little bit quickly down. Um, As you're running down, though, eventually you hit a place where it's actually just pitch like darkness. Okay. I can't see anything? No. This would be magical darkness. Dispel magic. Uh, I don't have any more. I do. Well, I didn't really go with you. But so Jarrell will back up when it gets to be way too dark. Oh, I don't have I don't have any more thirty. It's levels, okay. So. so yeah, it's uh yeah magically dark here. Uh, do we go in to the to the darkness? We, we could potentially go around back the way we came, like do the other lap of the circle. Well, so let me let me. Let's clarify this. So we walk in, and it's just... It becomes darker. Yeah, it just becomes pitch black. So like there as, is no... As you're cresting around this, we this, this loop again. Sure. There, there hasn't been an end yet. No. Okay. So, so we could potentially keep going and get through the darkness. Or we or could Or fall go, down a damn hole. Yeah, or we could go around the other way. You don't know and, what's in there. It's it's pitch black. <laughs> right. Well, and my, my drumstick has no effect. No. So, Magical darkness. Yeah. You got holes on the brain. So Jarrell will start... Going back the other around way. Around the other way. Now, so he realizes it's dark, turns around, and like Hedrick like is walking forward still, and then he pulls on Hedrick going back the other way. Okay. Uh, and he's going to do the full Yeah, so you pass by the life fresco again, you pass by the rebirth mm-hmm. fresco again, you're back to the like you know the Where it began. Where you, where it began. And then you continue around and then again magical darkness. Oh, damn. But no. Wait, so you and, and Hedrick are over there, right? Uh-huh. I stay where I am. Okay. I... Can you hear me? Yeah. You guys can hear, you guys can hear each other. Okay. Uh, Jarrell is going to... I cling to one of the side walls. Which one? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it, I hate the fact that I have to choose one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say wall, the, the inside yeah, wall. Yeah, the inside wall is going to be where, where it's at. Okay. The inside wall. So you're going to be kind of, yeah, hanging onto the inside because wall. Because the frescoes are on the outside no. wall, right? No. They've been They're on the, on the inside, inside wall. wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I want to cling to the inside wall. Okay, where the fresco would be. Where the other ones have been. Potentially. Okay. I sure. slowly make my way toward Jarrell's voice. Okay. Uh, Jarrell, are you continuing to talk to him? Uh, like, yes. Over here, buddy. Yeah. Marco. <laughs> Polo. Sure. Um, uh, a game of. I mean, I, now, Quinn, are you specifically just filling the wall to get through, or are you trying to look I for am, something? I am also kind of rubbing my hand up. I'm also rubbing my hand up against the wall, kind of uh, up and down, uh, trying to you're feel doing, if so you're doing any like sort a sweep. Of, yes. Okay. Um. I'm nervous about this. Make me a sleight of hand check. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. 
uh, a thirteen. Okay. Um, you definitely run your like run your hands over. Um, some you know like you know just like the the smooth wall, right? You can feel a point where maybe the the stone feels a little bit more. I wouldn't say slick, but more just like um, there's a different sort of consistency to it, mm-hmm. or just like to the surface of it. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to run your hands over anything protruding too far, mm-hmm. um, at least in this sweep. But eventually, you do make it to the other side, and and once like you, you, that that feeling fades after a minute. You know what I mean? You're back mm-hmm. to normal rock, and then you make it to the other side where Jarell is standing. So when you say slick, like, are you... I wouldn't you... say slick. It's just, like, like the like the feeling from, like, that rough... I, mean, I wouldn't say rough. Like, carved stone in your hand kind of... It just feels a little bit more... I don't want to say oily. It's not oily, but it's, like, it just... It f- like, if I'm... if I'm Different texture. If I'm yeah, walking it's a different against, texture. like, almost, like, where, like, a waterfall maybe has dried up, and it's, like, still a little wet and mossy. I wouldn't call it wet. Okay. Definitely not wet. Okay. Um, Just, like... Just, like... Yeah, yeah just okay. kind of... Just, just definitely a but different not. feeling okay, right. for just that brief. You, you'd imagine maybe that's where the painting is at least. Sure. Right. Um, just because based on what My you've seen. would be, yeah. yeah, that's where it is. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, you didn't feel any gem, at least like in that pass. I, sh- I share kind of my... Um, what you felt. My inference and my, yeah, what I what I felt with uh, with Drow. Of course. Uh I suppose then Jarrell will go back with... Did you have a general idea of where the fresco is? Uh, my assumption is that it's on the inside wall like the other two. Mm-hmm. About midway-ish? So... Jarrell will follow Quinn back into the darkness, like holding Quinn's shoulder. Direct me to where it is, and we'll see if we can push... Okay, so you normally you you would have been making an uh, in- investigation check at disadvantage. I'm going to give one of you adv- uh, like the advantage, so that essentially you have a solid, just normal investigation roll between like one of the two of you has to make to find maybe where a gem or something would You're be. You're better off doing it than plus me. five. Yeah. Uh, natural twenty. Ooh. You find it immediately. You actually notice like as you're kind of running your hands along. There's three in here. There's three sort of uh, out, like you know, kind of where it juts out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you manage to figure out like you, you'd have to probably have to guide Jarrell to help push one of them or two of them. Mm-hmm. But you really you think that with the between mm-hmm. the two of you, well, we yeah. got him too. Yeah, I mean, you could also put one of Hedrick's hands on one of them too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like that idea. So the three of you each <laughs> put a hand on when where one of the gems are. Like Jarrell probably guides, so you probably guide Hedrick's hand there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you find them immediately. You put each each of you put one hand on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the three of you will need to evenly split one necrotic damage, so nothing happens. Like you kind of feel like a. Uh, a bit of a roll. That was a terrible roll. Uh, <laughs> so you take a third of a point of damage. Right. So you take no damage. Um, you kind of feel as though, though, like there was like this sort of draw of like of your life force, but you've split it between the three of you. Mm-hmm. So there was really nothing that happened. Mm-hmm. So then, um, I mean, I immediately take my hand off. The magical darkness dispels, and Ooh. you see these you see these stones glow a purple, like a like a, like a sort of purplish um, light, mm-hmm. and this fresco depicts um, what, it, what just looks like a, a corpse um, with a holding sort of a scepter. It's, it's, it's laying inside of a sarcophagus. The sarcophagus is open. It's a top-down view. And they're hold, it's holding a scepter in the top, in the center, and at the bottom of the scepter are these three 
uh, gems, mm-hmm. but it's sort of being held at an angle, so that's kind of why you had to kind of guide everybody because it wasn't mm-hmm. a straight line up and down. And um, they're now glowing purple, and the, the the corpse is like perfectly mummified. You can kind of see that it's like it's been embalmed, and its its heart, its arms are just kind of holding the scepter, this large scepter, um, and its eyes are closed, and it's it's peacefully at rest. All right, hmm. back to the beginning. Yep, push the last button. Who wants to push it? Uh, zero will push it. Yep. Glows bright yellow. Um, and you can kind of hear um, sort of the, 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 the rumbling of stone um, from at least from this from this fresco. If you're staring at this fresco, it's coming from your right. So from where you guys entered into that intersection to get into this right. loop. Okay. Head back that way, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You guys head there. And you can see that where, like, the wall of that T intersection was, now... Um, a, a doorway is opened and a long hallway or I'm sorry a short hallway kind of extends inside um, probably about 10 feet to another door it looks like now a iron door with a pull ring I mage hand the shit out of that pull ring you do <laughs> and the door opens Yeah. Ooh. cool inside this door Straight ahead, of you, straight ahead of you, you can see what looks like a gigantic brain. Gigantic brain. How gigantic? Um, gigantic. Like above ground pool. I, I've seen several. Actually, you know what? Like, probably just smaller than an above ground pool. That's that's actually a perfect uh, well description. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. That's perfect. That's a good. That's a good size of reference. Just smaller than above ground. What? <laughs> can, can you just say a diameter like 20 feet well I mean Probably it's, it's oblong right but above ground pools have a lot greater range in <laughs> right. diameter than, than just the four you've seen yeah, yeah it's like a, it's okay it's, it's, it's like a 20 foot diameter great okay <laughs> I don't I like, care which diameter listen if it's an oval. Listener. Has, anyone, has anyone seen that meme where it's like Americans will like do anything to not measure in metric and it was like you know like oh yeah this giant sinkhole opened that you could fit seven dryers into yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. or seven washing machines or yeah, something like yeah. that it's like of course like We'll measure in anything but (laughs) like an actual system of measurement. We're just going to like just whatever we can toss in there or Uh like, you know, compare it to. That's Mm. the measurement. Anyways, my car gets 40 rods to the hog's head and that's how I like it. As an (laughs) as an English teacher, I like the uh, I like the similes and metaphors better. than So anyways, it's a it is a gigantic brain, about a 20 foot diameter that it takes up um, or a above ground pool. For those of you who are measuring, uh, in how many dryers is that? <laughs> how many how many dryers is that? Fifteen, I believe. <laughs> For those of you who measure in things that come in wildly varying sizes, <laughs> <laughs> the size of a dog. <laughs> We're also measuring something that comes in wildly various sizes with things that come right. in wildly various sizes. Anyways, yes. so yeah, we're 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 dancing around the fact that this is a, a big brain, a very large brain. <laughs> about the size of ten. And big bears. <laughs> I feel like it's the size of like a very large brain. Could probably fit at least thirty thousand meatballs inside. <laughs> it probably looks the same. How too. much pudding do you think is in this one, though? Oh my god, <laughs> gallons. Around said brain, all the nougat. 
it seems to be it seems to be supported underneath by some like metal structure um, that's sort of like I guess like sort of almost like hugging under like underneath it, and around it there uh, there's four on each sort of side of it. It's kind of round, but I like got four on each side, like on each, you know, on each hemisphere of this brain, attached to this metal sort of support system, or appear to be f- like for each side jagged sort of like um, like metal like it looks like arms that are like kind of anchoring it into the ground so they kind of like go up kind of curve up a little bit and then just pitch down into the ground so they Mm -hmm. kind of just become like an upside down V shape kind of coming out from this structure kind of pushing you know holding this into the ground Um, and in the center uh, underneath like you know like where the front of the brain is like on this metal thing is um, a large red circle with a swirling red substance inside of it. Ooh. Behind and surrounding the brain itself and in this room entirely is just lined wall to wall with like perfectly cut crystals all glowing this sort of prismatic like um, like uh, just sort of shifting between all colors based on what angle you look at at. Like a big disco ball. Yeah, but it's glowing brightly. Um, and they all seem to be funneling uh, energy through these like metal pipes and uh, Zero would recognize a lot of these things as equipment that would have been up above ground with the Omega Project that yeah. was potentially brought down here um, uh, all kind of funneling energy into this metal structure um, that's supporting this gigantic brain and the brain itself is encased in like this I don't know like a very thick uh, it looks it's, it could be glass but it, it looks thicker than glass because it's, it's slightly slightly obscured as you're kind of look, looking through there and there's like a fluid inside that's like preserving this brain. Um, and so the brain is sort of in an above ground pool. Yeah. Un- <laughs> underground. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, an, an underground. A subterranean above ground pool. And there are four Omega Project scientists working on it. And one of them turns around as soon as you open the door and looks at you. Diggory Doo? It's Diggory Doo. Oh. <laughs> And that's what we're going to call this week's episode. Oh! Ah! Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Mm. Uh, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We're on such places as uh, Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We have a subreddit and Facebook. It's just our Hapless Heroes podcast. Those places, a lot of those have sticky posts that'll take you actually to where we really hang out the most because we're pretty much terrible at other forms of social media for the most part. Um, it's our Discord server. We, you're, you can come in, can come in there. It's like this awesome chat room. We have lots of different channels for all different types of discussions, whether it's things about D&D, things about nothing to do with D&D at all. Um, please let this pineapple on pizza thing die, because I swear to God, if one more person puts a gif of pineapple on pizza, I'm going to scream. I'm just kidding. Um, it's, it's hilarious. It doesn't actually make me that upset. I just pretend to be just upset. Do it. it doesn't actually affect me that badly. Swing the hammer anyway. But yeah. I'll, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also show us pictures of your cats or dogs, or we can talk about world building. You can uh, just shoot the shit that was talking about how to talk about episodes. We have spoiler tags so that even if you're coming in and like, you know, you're, you're catching up, like you won't even, you won't even have to worry about like what you missed because it's all spoiler tagged. And we try to put the episode numbers in front of it. It's great. It's a great, it's a great, awesome time. You should, you should join up. We've had a lot of great new, listeners joining us recently and it just makes me so happy that we built this awesome community for you and all of us to take part in if you really like us though you can leave us a five-star review in the podcast service of your choice 
uh, means a lot to us. We love reading the kind words you have to say to us. It's been quite a few of you so far who've submitted to us throughout the course of this podcast, and it just, I mean, warm, I mean warms us to our core. Really, Sorry. really does. Um, that all of you out there actually enjoy listening to this. Such warm cores. Warms so, me to the core. Yeah. So many warm it warms me like a Pop-Tart in the microwave for six seconds. I feel like like popcorn. Like I, I just feel so like excited about popping all the time. If you really, really like us, though, you can <laughs> donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Uh Lots of great rewards on there. Behind-the-scenes audio bloopers. Like Sometimes like I'll just like have the mic rolling before a session. If there's any particularly great <laughs> conversation that happens, I'll just save that moment in time and share it with you, our uh, people, beautiful people donating to this show. Wish there are uh, um, a small number of you, and you are just amazing, all of you. I hope that I can continue to give you more awesome things to say thank you from thank the bottom you. of my hearts. For donating your money to us, it's just it's 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 so humbling, and you're amazing. <laughs> and if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Uh, go to one of your local strip malls and go inside of an old school secondhand gaming shop and buy yourself an NES cartridge of uh, uh, Kern Fillion's Adventure and take that one home, pop it in your NES during a stormy lightning and thunder night and uh, start playing. And as uh, lightning hits your uh, antenna on the top of your house um, and a uh, lightning bolt gets uh, admitted from the TV and sucks you magically into the game, um, (laughs) assume the role of Kern Fillion and uh, go on an adventure saving Ramona, the beautiful daughter of King Berbalex's court. And um, <laughs> fight, you know, the stinky Piglet brothers and uh, the uh, blueberry pie sisters, and um, get to the evil Lord Crombulam's castle and uh, find Ramona and uh, save her. And obviously, she's going to fall in love with you and uh, go back. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the king's castle. And uh, get married, and uh, she says, I do. And you say, Listen to Hapless Heroes podcast, the best podcast on the air. In what, like 84 bit <laughs> Nintendo? That doesn't crap. exist. I don't no. know how many bits are in 84 bits. I don't know. 64? <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. Riveting. I mean, that really just, that was, that moved me so much. <laughs> Which, which part? The Stinky Piglet Brothers? All of it. You mean moved you right to the outro? <laughs> sure did. So, uh, gonna go ahead and outro this uh, ridiculous group of people that I call my friends. Uh, John is Lord Gerald the Light. Until next time. Zach is Parrot of Lincoln Woods. I barely did anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Zach literally just like zone out the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing if you've done it right they won't know you did it there was one point where I was like oh I let one of somebody else do something and Zero was like I'll do it and I was like oh <laughs> sometimes it'd be like that speaking of which Zero uh, sorry Dave is Zero Balance Avatar of War I'm not sure that I was any more productive I mean I shot the crystal Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer Humana, humana, check out the big brain in Mount Rose. 
and <laughs> and Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I must say that I've touched some gems and I made things happen. And I'm Francesco. I've been in your host and DM. Let's see what happens with this big brain next week. Bye now. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Curse you, Lord Verbal X. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>